Hey guys, on this week's show, I'm going to talk about Deck of Wonders and Foreteller. I got some news on Unsettled. We got some big news on Hasbro. Elden Ring. We'll see you there. Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Hey guys, I'm Tim. I'm Bob. I'm Spencer. And I'm Dan. This is Board Game Rundown. Today, we are going to talk about games we played, news, crowdfunding. <laughs> Not crowdfunds. <laughs> what? No, it's funny. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> really left a cliffhanger there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Crowdfunding. <laughs> and we're done. And we're done. But so make sure you like and subscribe and ring the bell so you get notifications when all of our videos drop out because we're always <laughs> releasing new videos. Absolutely. You took... You stepped on Dan. No, that's no, okay. It was funny. Spencer did it last week. He did. Yeah. He tried. It was. Yeah. He tried. <laughs> that's, that's I, I was doing it. I'm like, it, it was. What did he say again? <laughs> it was What's, rough. I did. It. I think what? I had to do your intro twice because I did it yeah, the first time. Yeah. I was like, that felt weird. Thank I don't do this. <laughs> and I had to go through my head of all the other uh, YouTube people and how they do it. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah. Well, so it's weird because after you guys were done filming, I got a message and it was like, you guys were like two Marlon Brandos on here. Like you refused to wear pants. Right. You had to have everything you were going to say already right. written on cue cards. Absolutely. Right. But had to be the direction it. you were facing and you would just change directions randomly. Right. So they would have to move with the cards. And I, actually, like all kinds of stuff. I, I actually invited Val Kilmer. He didn't show up. And, and yes, the full bar, yeah. it, it took them forever to get the full bar in here. I mean, yeah, uh, that's true, too. Yeah, that is true, too. All right, guys. Well, it's really good to be back. Uh, thank you both for uh, carrying the weight of the show while Bob and I were off gallivanting at a friends and family <laughs> event. Mm-hmm. Gallivanting. Only yeah. a little jealous. <laughs> huh? Only a little jealous. Only a little jealous. I mean, listen, I didn't want to make you more jealous, but I was technically invited. I guess I was working. <laughs> <laughs> Only a little jealous. Dang. Technically, I could have gone. <laughs> Dang. That's awesome. uh, just you said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> yeah, just like a little preview. We're at our topic show uh, that, that that you'll see next week is all about Julia Khan. We are going to go into detail. We're going to have Mike on. He went down with uh, Bob and I, and. Uh, the three of us are going to go through in detail, like all the so games we played games. and like the crazy things that happened because mm. whenever there's a big gaming convention or anything, right? Crazy stuff happens, uh, inevitably. Uh, so anyways, so stay tuned. Our games we played Well, you, you will have played a bunch of games since then. Maybe I played a couple and I'm just going to kind of like highlight some of the crazy fun mm-hmm. ones that I played. But, uh, what did you guys play? I mean, I'll just get it out of, way, out of the really way really quick. Yeah. Uh, so anyone who is part of our Discord knows that all I've played the last week is Elden Ring. Uh, I've played maybe too much. <laughs> it's not a board I, game, by I, the way. I, I, like, don't play video games that much anymore. Like, I'll hop on Dead by Daylight with you guys, like, once a week and play for, like, two hours right, or something. Right. Uh, you know, if I have the time, I don't. And, like, I, I haven't played a big story game in a really long time. Like, I mean, I, I just f- find myself not having time. There's always other stuff I'm working on. But I, like, I was, like... I'm changing my schedule. This game looks fantastic. And yeah, so video game, just getting it out of the way first, pretty much all I've played, other than some games I played with you guys. Well, I played one game with you today. Um, and I just uh, I've just been trying to push my way through Elden Ring. It is it is it has been fantastic. So far, I'm like twenty hours in. That's do, awesome. Do you see about how long it's gonna take 
to finish the game? Uh, you can go on websites. It averages. <laughs> <Ten> hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you just play the main story, I'm trying to figure out if you do side quests, it's it's like 120 averaged right now. I think if you do the main story, it's around like I want to say like 70. So like five. I can't. Fantasy I can't game. remember. I, I I can't remember. I remember seeing the number, but uh. Obviously, though, you'll, people will find ways to speed run it in, sure. in 15 minutes, like people oh, yeah. always do. I, day, I don't know how they do it. The day after it comes out, you got people on YouTube saying, I finished already. Right, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, and I'm just going to throw it out there. This is Tim's first Dark Souls game ever. For some reason, he decided he was going to buy it, and I'm so happy. I can't wait to well, see what his experiences are was, with it. I mean, A, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I love George R. R. Martin. Right. Who, uh, who wrote the overall like world that the game exists he, he in. He sort of created the world, uh, yeah, and the lore behind mm-hmm. it, right? And then the Dark Souls guy shaded in all the colors. Made it Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So, no, no, it looked fantastic. I was really curious about it for, like, kind of a long time. My problem with a game like Dark Souls is that, like, by the time I was kind of aware of it and paying attention, it's like Dark Souls 3, and it's like, well, do I go all the way to Dark Souls 1, or can you... You can just, start at anyone. They do reference each other, but you could start at three, and it doesn't matter. Sure, but, but you know what I mean. Like, so now yeah. I'm in the in the in the starting point. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, not gonna lie. When I saw it, I thought it was a Lord of the Rings thing. See, when I saw it, I thought it was a Morrowind. Oh yeah, like an Elder Scrolls. Yeah. yeah, an Elder Scrolls. Which also doesn't help that I describe. I use Elder Scrolls to describe the game sometimes to Tim too, which is probably confusing yeah. as well. I'm old. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are things I, I like. like that. <laughs> I haven't actually seen a commercial for it. I've only seen oh, like half of my friends on Discord the playing it at the trailer same time. Is so good, you should watch yeah, it. Yeah, I will watch it. Maybe I'll get into it because so, so many out of your four it. friends on Discord, <laughs> <laughs> and hold on, you checked Discord. Yeah. <laughs> That's newsworthy all by itself. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Spencer, games you played? Uh, oh well, we week. actually half. Three quarters played a game last week. I thought we Nemesis. I thought we down. mentioned it last week. You did. Did we? Yeah, I thought we did on last. That's why I wasn't. I couldn't it, remember but, if we had mentioned it. But we it or did not. finally play uh, Nemesis Lockdown. We technically didn't finish, but we got so close to the end, we yeah, knew we how it was going to finish, and we just said, "Okay, let's uh, let's pause yeah. it here." I mean, it was just a first impressions video anyway. We were very familiar with the original Nemesis, so we were like, "We we can say some first impression thoughts." So, so the rules pretty similar. I mean. Well, yeah. The bones are the exact same. Okay. Now the meat on the bones is definitely a little different, but it's 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 interesting because like I didn't exactly word it this way in the first impressions video. Again, there's a slight bias here. You know, it's your still number one game of all time, maybe, and it's in it's my top five at least, yep. but probably top three. Um, and uh, it so like so in Nemesis, there's like the checking the engines. And there's, like, checking uh, your destination and stuff. And those are things you can, like, lie to each other about. So that's, like, not in this one. In this one, that's replaced with kind of the contingency system, which is um, there's, like, I I describe it as the you're all going to die down here chick from Resident Evil. Like, there's a hidden thing that's going to happen at the end of the game, and there's no way to check it. But there's a pile in the middle of the board that you can check, and each player starts with one. And using some computer actions, you can, like, hack their data pad and check those. And by eliminating which ones isn't the options, you're trying to figure out which one is the option. Because the contingency might say, kill everyone in the escape pods. And so you need to figure out what that is, because if you're trying to get out via escape pod, (laughs) you're going to die. So so that kind of replaces that system. And then also the... Uh, the electricity, the power yeah, the system, power system where different uh, plays a different huge power, part yeah. in the game, and it's probably by far my favorite addition. I love that system. You're, oh yeah, you're a ra- each room of the board because it's like a Mars base with different floors, and there's an elevator that you can take, and each room has its own power. 
and as an action, you are moving those powers around. So I'm shutting off power on, um, like uh, floor three, third floor, because yeah. that's where he is. I don't care about his safety. Just turn on power where I am, so that I can use the computers where I am and stuff like that, and manipulating that power. And I like how. There's two ways you can manipulate power. One of them actually turns on stuff, but it's a hidden room. You start with a room that everyone knows about. It's the backup generator. And when you turn it on, it's only going to turn on half of them. You get to determine which half get turned on and which half are turned off. Right, but it also stops the power from turning off as often. Yes, it turns off. Yeah, and that's another interesting thing with the the time track at the top. Now it does a whole bunch of stuff. Right, it's like four tracks on one track. Yeah, it's great. But uh, I mean, it's it. it's slightly streamlined, and it's the crazy stuff that it they changed the opposite of streamlined. Because no, like, I know all these tracks. <laughs> there's all these tracks on one Screen track. Well, that's the thing, like... though, is it just means there's one marker that moves up, and as it hits certain yeah. points, different things activate. Sure. Instead of there is the self destruct marker, the round marker, right. like on yeah, the yeah, on yeah, the yeah, normal. Yeah, Nemesis no, I guess board. that is streamlined. It just seems like. I guess maybe it's not right. A favorite, I, I get but, it though. It's streamlined but, in the exact opposite way yeah, that BSG yeah. was, to where it took right. one track and made it two, and we're like streamlined, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I do get that. It's also uh, it was really difficult on certain uh, games in Nemesis where you're going through the ship and the whole ship is now seated with noise tokens everywhere. Oh. On this one, if power is on on your level, all the noise tokens that are not right next to you go away. Right. Like, oh my it's, goodness! It's insane how helpful that is. And right. yeah, so the yeah. power's on, Which the noise sense, tokens though. go away. They go away because the the creatures are avoiding the oh, light. Oh, they don't like light. Okay. Yeah, got it. Um, and then also when you're in a when you're in power, you replace the red damage die with a blue damage die that's better because you have advantage. Oh, yeah. it, you can see that's them true. in the light. It's mm. like there's so much involving the power that is huge. Yeah, and the um, characters are really cool. Uh, yeah, I have I, a lab rat, and she's insane the abilities she has and they're just all in the cards uh-huh no they're they're they feel way more like Different. yeah i don't know way more uh, like there's more asymmetric feeling yeah, to them in this one unique. i don't know if there is yeah but like i was the hacker and i was just going around i was i could like use computers even if the uh even if the power was off and i could just do all these things and like i just it, it, you really feel powerful because you were even mentioning in in the base game lockdown at least there were no asymmetric powers yeah, like what you could get for the nemesis characters. You get you could get these asymmetric traits for them, but like we didn't feel like the lockdown ones needed them because their no. deck was so good. <laughs> like oh, you sure, know, they, sure. there was yeah. just so much more you can do with. I mean, them. the lab rat can take a contamination card in their hand, which normally is just dead space, remove it from the game, and replace it by drawing two cards. I'm like. What? Yeah, what? That sounds amazing. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's really like, good. It's like game breaking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we played Nemesis Lockdown, and I played Nemesis with my daughter. Oh, did you kill her? <laughs> no, she wanted to co-op. Uh, <laughs> well, that you say you're doing co-op, and but then you're still. It was. You get in that escape pod. Um, <laughs> it was down to the wire. We were on the very last turn, and we had one more roll she had to make in order to get into the hibernatorium, and we're like. It's noise tokens all around. And so it came down to a one in eight chance or one in four chance on her roll. And she barely made it in. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it was fun. I guess I that's that the game. last thing about lockdown is we found it a bit easier than Nemesis. But that also could just have been purely luck because it could have been. the first 
uh, intruder that popped out popped out of my spot, and I one shot it. I just got really lucky. You got one shot. Oh, you one shot. Yeah. Is that because you drew the card and it was low enough? Yeah. Well, I'll explain. There are <laughs> other things. Not in this video. There's no okay. point in explaining right, in this right, video. Right. But I, I told Tim. We had a good. Dan had a really good solution. I told Tim a little homebrew thing that I'm just gonna start doing, and I play with winers. Is what I told him. Yeah. And he said, honestly, I kind of love the idea. Just don't call me a winer. Draw the card and put the creature on top of it. Nah, fine. I'll just say it. Just not gonna let it go. Just because I want to see if it solves his issue with the game. I know you have it too, but like I told Tim, next time I play Nemesis with Tim, when he f- when he shoots at a creature, I'm I'm gonna draw the card, not him, let him look at it, and just save whether the alien died or not, and discard it face down. Uh, and then you then you don't know what happened. You just know you shot a creature, it lived, yeah. and that's all you know. And, and you know that the more <laughs> see? See? That's what I, said. I know, know that the more ammo's been spent on the more damage he's taken, the higher the chances are that right. Be dead. Sure. And idea, I, yeah. I just said I'm just gonna try that once and see if it alleviates that feeling for people because I I don't fully understand it, but I understand that you have an issue, and as your friend, I'm trying to come up with a homebrew rule to help. So, I got one other question about uh, Nemesis Lockdown, then we'll yep. move on. Yep. Time. How fast did oh, it? I mean, it's not as long as I thought we played it pretty fast, but also that could be because we got only True Intruder showed up, and I one shot my first one, and he one shot the second one. Yeah. So we yeah. we were getting really lucky with. Actually, I have to tell this story. I guess we told in the last video. <laughs> so if you listened, I think it's in there. But an intruder popped up in Jeff's spot. And attacked, or and Jeff played a card called like Reckless Attack or something, where he just does two automatic damage oh, to the alien, great. but it gets to attack him back. So boom, two damage to the alien. The alien attacks him back and misses, and then his two damage caused the alien to retreat, which I've actually never seen in normal Nemesis. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, I've never okay. been lucky enough to see that. Instead of like a health marker, there's just an arrow saying it just retreats. Um, and it retreated down the technical. So it corridor. intruded into a technical corridor because that's the number that was on the card. And Jeff was the character who could crawl through technical corridors. So after the, at the end of his turn, his second action was to then chase the alien through the technical <laughs> corridor. It was the funniest series of events Get watching. <laughs> like, it was Lucky Jeff's first games. turn, our first time playing Nemesis. And to see him, like, an alien pops up, he punches it in the face, it swings and misses, crawls away, and he's like, Get back here! <laughs> and he's, like, crawling through the corridor. I freaking loved it. But anyway, uh, yes. So I um, did actually play two more games. I had a game night on Friday... Uh, uh-huh. And I got to teach three people how to play New Frontier, which is the uh, the ra- Race for the Galaxy board game, mm-hmm. not the card game. Um, and it was very fun. Uh, they all enjoyed it. I did win, uh, but but I had my comeuppance because the next one I was last place by a lot. <laughs> the next game we played it was Stockpile. I've been wanting to play Stockpile. It's very famous, but I have not played it. Yeah, I've been wanting to play Stockpile. It's it's interesting. Um. My friend Caleb actually works at a bank, and he had a big problem with it because you're dealing with stocks, except you don't get to buy stocks when they're low. So stocks going down is never a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't help in any That's way. What you're supposed to buy. Exactly. <laughs> the way it works is you have a, a stock market, and it's got, um, I think, six different commodities on it. And uh, on one side of the board, they all start at the same level, and they all have the same length. On the other side, they're very different and very asymmetric. But we played the basic one where they're all started at five, um, and they, as you're playing, uh, everyone gets access to a little bit of information of what's going to happen to the stock market. Every round, there's going to be, each one of them is going to go up or down, or they're going to do dividends, which means if you have any of those stocks, you can reveal them and you get $2,000 for it. Uh, but you get to see one of those, what one of those is going to do. So I like... For instance, I saw the the bank was going to do dividends. So 
after that, we place out on these four or five uh, different piles, stockpiles, um, a series of stocks. And we each get two cards, and we get to put one up, face up and one face down on, on one of these piles. And then we're bidding on them. And there's different prices, and you can have little bidding wars. So if I saw that one of them had like two of the banks, and I happen to know the banks are going to do dividends, I'm going hard for that bank because I'm going to get 4000 bucks just taking it. Or I had a, one in the beginning where uh, I knew that if a stock goes down too far, it crashes. Everyone who has any of those cards discards them immediately, and they don't get anything out of them. Mm. Then it will reset, so that's good. And I knew this was going to crash, so I'm like, I'm seeding Whoa, this insider one. trading. Yeah, exactly. And I'm seeding this one with all of the, the stocks that are going to crash. <laughs> Thank you, Congressman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I did them face, face down, so people are like, oh, that's more valuable. It's more interesting. And so I'm, like, I'm not going near that. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's all sorts of crazy things Scum. you can do. Uh, if it goes too far up, it splits, and you get to take all the stocks that you've earned, put them on the other side of your little mat, and now they're worth double when you sell them. But if they split and then they start to go down, you could be losing out on money. Sure. So it's got all sorts of crazy things. Uh, it was very fun. I would definitely play it again. You guys right should try on. it. Yeah, I'm sure. It's so it sounds really good. And I'm sure for people who like that type of, you know, the stock market stuff, they're probably I like, this don't. is really cool. I just, can you give me a reason why I wouldn't just play QE instead? <laughs> That's my question. It's nothing uh, like QE. Right, but it's so, like this manipulating of money, but so, but I'm laughing the whole time. All right, <laughs> so, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you, because that'll lead into one of the games I played, right? So okay. I played QE. I wanted to play it with my brother-in-law because I think uh, you wouldn't know it just by talking to him, but like he is really fun when you get him in. Like You wouldn't kind know of, it, but he's really well, fun. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick, comes off, Patrick comes off very serious. Very serious. Uh-huh. So, so to play a game where like you, it kind of like gets everybody going, mm-hmm. and it's like, this is chaos. Uh, he hated it yeah, he because it. it was chaos where stockpile sounds like there's not chaos. There's a lot of controlled inform You know, there's a lot of information, right? right? So, so QE you in, in that you are going to, there's a tile that comes out and everybody's going to bid on it. Right. And everybody's trying to fill out basically their set, you know, but you you can bid any amount of money you want because you print the money. One uh, billion dollars. And, and so, so the, 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 the stock is worth 20. <laughs> one trillion dollars so patrick didn't like that he didn't know what everybody else was bidding of so it's hard to judge what the value right of these there is no are. value <laughs> the value is whatever you make it he should have used his little thing to look at the bid he should have he should have but anyways so uh, so again though so your thing though is why they might like stockpile they might more. like stockpile more i said explain why i would play stockpile instead yeah. of qe because i just it doesn't sound like ever well you and i like the chaos <laughs> so uh, i'm an agent of chaos <laughs> As you (laughs) molded by it, you also have asymmetric powers, and everyone. Okay, well, I'm in. (laughs) Fine, you got me. Like for instance, every time I sold stocks, I got an extra thousand dollars. Caleb's character, instead of having one face up stock and one face down stock, he could put both face down. And there are also some of the stocks that you get that you get to seed the board with aren't stocks. It's you get to give a bumper uh, to one goes up to. One goes down to, um, or trading fees, which means between one and three thousand. If you take this stock, you got to pay the trading fees as well. Mm. And so he would all the time be 
secretly putting trading fees on something that looks super valuable, and he put his marker there trying to get us. Yeah. Sure. What did he know? Sure. Love it. And then at the very end, and he's making a big show of it, he'd be like, oh, I'll let you have right. it. Move over here. Manipulate <laughs> you the market. scum. <laughs> it's, like the, it. it's like the Atreides in Dune. It was, it was great. It was fun. It was like, ooh, this is a good card. Exactly. I'll buy it, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Uh, so I recommend it. Oh, good, uh, Bob. You want to yeah. throw one more one one in, and I'll throw or throw um, some in real quick. Okay. Don't go into Nemesis lockdown length. Sure. Yeah. 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 People kept uh, asking well, questions. I'll go into a few <laughs> I played three uh, rather quick ones last night, um, so I'll go over those because they're fast, and we talked about a few of mine here before. Uh, King of Tokyo. Yeah, oh, King yeah. Of love Tokyo, it. Toss- love Fantastic. It. That's yellow. How do you say it? It's yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yellow. YMCA. Elio. Elio. It's yellow game. It's yeah. It's clearly yellow. Clearly, because you know why? Because there isn't a vowel after the L's. What else did you say? Um, uh, flick them up. The oh, escape, flick them up. Yeah, OG yeah. version with the wooden bits. Yes, yep, so yes. that was good. Uh, and then I taught Harry Potter Labyrinth, which is actually oh. a ton of fun. So it's mm. like you have this board, and they have all these little squares with like straight lines, T's, and curves. Yeah, and like Kuruba or whatever, right? Sort of, yeah. But then you, it's all laid out on a board, and there's like one extra piece, and you're on the board, and there's all the Harry Potter characters scattered about. And you have a deck of cards. You flip one over, and that's who you're trying to find first. So you're trying to move your piece there. So you're okay. going to take the extra tile, slide it in somewhere in the labyrinth, and it pushes the whole row or column. Oh, it's the old labyrinth it's game. It's the old labyrinth with, with, with the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter theme. Theme. Yeah. Oh, Correct. Never heard of it. Did it have like extra powers, or is it just no. pictures of Harry Potter? Pictures of Harry Potter. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the, the magic that's of Hogwarts. That's right. <laughs> uh, but no, that was fun. We had a good time playing. We played it Three or four times. So. Oh, right on, yeah. right on. I'll talk about one other game, and then that will lead into like Kickstarter uh, or not like or two new other stuff. Games I oh, go for it. That weren't part of JuliaCon. Go for it. Okay, uh, Lords of Vegas. I guess technically that was, but <laughs> I played it again. Uh, but then while I was at JuliaCon, they had a little tray table thing or whatnot, and I picked up a game, Unsettled. Oh yeah, uh, and I got to yep learn and play that <sighs> this past week. What? Yeah, so that was pretty fun. It's a cooperative puzzle, it's like solver. And Dan's not these, interested. I'm so like jealous. How would you and get it's, that? I know. Uh, and it's um, you're like scientists and engineers, and you're on this uh, ship. Wormhole opens up, kills all the military people, and you're just you guys left. You're trying to figure out how to survive on these planets. Yeah, there's like and there's no enemies. There's no fighting. Yeah. It's just hey, hey, that oxygen's toxic. Yeah, figure don't, don't it out. Like the, first planet, <laughs> yeah. like, the, like the first one you land on, right? The, the trial one or whatever. Everything's sticky. Everything's covered in spores, and so you're trying oh. to figure out like when you walk through places, you believe these spore counters. People who go into spore counters get like penalties and stuff like that. That, but you can like get them cleaned off, and you start to build like uh, um, research areas. And as you build the research areas, you unlock more abilities. And like the the writing is hilarious. Like you read through the rule book, and it's like space is hard. Try not to die. You know, it's like really like, <laughs> funny, quirky. Like yeah, you know, and, like some of the names like uh, Slurp Gerbler. You oh know? yeah, I saw that picture. <laughs> like, you said. What? Yeah. <laughs> but it's it was funny. Like the, it's it's really comedic writing. Uh, and we had a fun time playing it. I can't wait to try out some of the more difficult uh, missions and planets. There's going to be a lot of people so in the fun. Discord That's happy fun. that we're going to be able to get a review out for this, I yep. think. Yeah, because it's, oh, I mean, yeah. and it's super, like, uh, I'll admit it. I hate the box size, right? I don't like the shape that mm-hmm. it is. It's a very odd shape. But it's so neat, though, because, like, the trays all lift out, and they're stuck, and as you pop them apart, all your bits are in the trays, and it's ready to go. Is it that game is. trays? Yeah, I think I think it's, I think it's game trays. Well, it's it's orange nebula. It's oh, orange it's orange nebula. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's yeah. got to even if it's not game trays, it's at least going to be on par with the they vindication. Did, they insert. did vindication. No, they, so. Yeah. Well, I'll get into the Kickstarter. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's a really neat like system like that. So it's like boom, boom, boom. Okay, it's set out. Now all I do is pick it. a planet, and every planet has its own little box too, where you open it up and it has like the different. I was cards about to say, last question was. Um, 
So trade table was it just base game? No, How many planets did no, you? No, it, it wasn't a trade table. It was a flea market. Yeah, well, it was an online you know. like flea market. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. Um, no, I have the base two planets that came in the box. I have the four extra planets that okay you scooped up it. like a Kickstarter. That's almost all of it. Was, it, was, yeah. it was one of the guys' Kickstarter pledges. Okay, okay, nice. that's nice. that's amazing. I'm yeah. really looking forward to trying that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought it too. Okay. Yeah. You, oh. can, you can take a look I at it. I can look at it. Ooh. <sighs> cool, a game I can't play. Yeah, I'm so. not You're play. welcome. <laughs> um, Stay up late. <laughs> so I got to to play uh, Mob, the Big Apple, mm-hmm. which is a two-player game uh, that is now like filling on Kickstarter. And it is a really neat uh, three-round game of like, it's kind of a tug-of-war. So you're, you're selecting, you're basically, you got all these mobsters and you're loading them up in the cars you're sending them you're you're, uh you're sending them up on like the top of the board to do these actions uh you're lining them up at locations and there's like all these um crates of contraband like and you're like seeding the board and making some territories more valuable you can uh roll a die and shoot you know like potentially like a car full of mobsters and get them off the board so they can't you know come over here you've got these Poker chips that are uh, have a numerical value of one to three. That's why you like the game. The mole token, <laughs> and you're you're placing them. So that is a hidden thing at the very end of the game uh, that you'll reveal, and it will add to your strength in the territory. Hmm. So basically, you play three rounds, right? You play all your workers, and then once you played all your workers, that round's done. The hmm. board state is what it is. Then you go through another round. You play all your workers. You know, then you you take them all off, mm-hmm. clear off all the action spaces. You do it again. You do it three times. At the end of the three times, you reveal whoever's got the most in area. This area, you get all those crates. In this area, it took like twenty minutes to learn and play. Wow. The board is like to learn gold and play. Yeah, I didn't know it was that fast. I it's it was fast. Gold foil inlay on the board. That's oh, the nice. retail edition. Cause getting into the new stuff now, uh, I had talked about before in a previous show that may have. May not have made the error or not. Oh, that's right. Because I don't, one, wasn't I don't it? remember if it was that one or not. But anyways, uh, they, their, their distributor, these, these, the games all showed up in California, and their distributor accidentally sent a bunch of backers the retail version of the game. And there's only like a small difference. There's a few like upgraded bits. It's not like sure. that big of a deal. But I was one of the people that got the retail version and not my Kickstarter version. So, you know, I reached out. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, I think I got the retail version. They responded very quickly. And they were like, okay, cool. Uh, do you have this, this, this? And I said, no, I I don't. I even sent some pictures because we were playing it. I'm sure. like, spoiler alert, I'm going to play the game because I've got it. Like, uh, So I sent some pictures. They're like, nope, looks like you've got the retail version. You know, We'll get you the new one. And I'm like, well, what do you want me to do with the old one? And they're like, it's yours. Thank you for your patience. Nice. Super nice. nice. We're going to give away that copy of Mob just because, Am you I, know. I, can, I, can I win? Maybe. <laughs> who's, who's the manufacturer? Uh, I'll have to look. It's over there. Right. Uh, but anyways, uh, so if you if that happened to you, like hopefully you had as good of an experience as right. I did dealing with them. That's why I always just say be patient. Yeah, Don't get online and blast them right away. Yeah, like, give, give them, them a, a second. Chance. Well, they were only so nice to you because like you have this really famous YouTube channel. It's and true. They like, Influencer. They were the like, bomb. we got to look good to this guy. Not going to lie. <laughs> when they said... They, you know, they were sending me the Kickstarter one. I was like, oh, great, because I'm going to make sure we talk about this on our YouTube show. Uh, <laughs> and then they're like, what? You oh. know. Well, they kind of were like, hey, let us know, you know, because sure. we, we'd love to, you know. Oh, they're like, oh, another one with you. I yeah, know. probably, but I don't care. Attention <laughs> seeker. Foot in the door. And it's not my fault that I have to tell them we have a YouTube show. They, <laughs> they made him do it. They made me Why do are you it making him sending do this? me the wrong version of the game. What are you going to do? Uh, so getting into news, right? So everybody loves leader games, right? Cole Worley and Rude and all that stuff. They have a new game that's coming out. I don't know if it's going to go to Kickstarter because most of their stuff does. Mm-hmm. Um, but Arcs, Collapse, and Conflict in the Void. Yeah, is this the, the sci-fi? 
Is that yeah, so it's sci-fi. Yeah. It's going to play three to four players, um, and you're going to pursue your own objectives over multiple sessions, and each one la- lasting oddly specific 50 to 70 minutes. Um, so there's like 40 or 50 objective cards in here, and uh, you basically, everybody starts, there's like one or two that everybody starts at. So everybody starts like very close to the same thing. But then through the course of the game and like decisions that you make, you're going to get different objective cards and you're going to see different objective cards. And they said there's like, I don't know, 10,000 different outcomes. Like by the time, like the replayability of this for Mm. a campaign slash legacy game, it's not really a legacy game because it's very easy to reset. Right. Um, And you're not changing. You're not like ripping up cards and stuff. But like supposedly the replayability of this thing's going to be off the charts. Well, Oath was also like a legacy not legacy right right, so. right and i think this is supposed to be a little more accessible okay. than oath because i f- feel like oath was pretty i've heard it has a pretty high ceiling yeah. right right <laughs> uh so anyways for so keep your eyes open for that i'm not 100 percent sure when that's coming out but it's coming soon i'm going to assume it's going to go to crowdfunding because everything else for leader games has and they do really well with it mm-hmm. um, and they make great games you know they do. Yeah, Roots yeah. a great game. I think mm-hmm. Vast is a great game. Although I can would you totally say Vast see... is vastly superior? It's not vastly superior. Okay. I enjoy Vast more because of the slight difference in the end game mechanics and stuff. But I totally understand that to use a video game reference, it is kind of like the first Assassin's Creed game, right? To where first Assassin's Creed game was mind blowing when it came out. But yeah. like once you play the other ones, and you go back and play the first one, you're like, oh, this was a tech demo. <laughs> you know, like they were <laughs> testing stuff with this first one, and oh, yeah. and I can totally see that in Vast. You know, you yeah. play Root and you're like, oh, okay. They clean some stuff up here, but I just I love what I love Vast the idea does. of Vast of being the cave and just yeah, and just trying to collapse and crush yeah, everyone. Everyone amazing. wants to be the cave when you yeah. play Vast. Well, it's amazing. Why wouldn't you? I know. Uh, uh, Dan, did you get an email about Deck of Wonders? I did, oh. and I already installed. Oh, it. I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so actually, d- I haven't done it yet either. But you you got the email <laughs> too. Email so well. Deck of Wonders, we're big fans of it here on the show. A really, really, really unique take on like a deck builder. And also like a campaign slash legacy game, right? Because you go through and yeah, and unlock and extra unlock packs stuff, and yeah. build your own deck. The you know the cards are not double sided, but they're, they're reversible. They're reversible, so you mm-hmm. flip them one way yeah. or the other, whether it's good for you or bad for you. Amazing art, um, Lauren Brown. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. good. Yep. You wrote that down. I, I did not. Wow, didn't good we, job. Didn't, didn't we? Do His an memory interview? is terrible with names. <laughs> Dan, didn't we do an interview with them? Nah. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, we did. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> and they are wonderful people. Yeah, it'll be uh, up there. Super exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they they had this thing where there was like a Kickstarter like stretch goal that they would uh, uh, do. Foreteller. Dan, what is Foreteller for all the people that are not? Well, I'm brand new to Foreteller, but basically they, uh, uh, what's the word? They they do professional audio recordings of these, like, voices for the story of the game. I can't think of, it's like, yeah, voiceover, like, uh, like cinematics, right? But, like, audio cinematics or whatever. So, like, they'll do, like, the intro, and then they'll do, like, so I don't know all that they're going to do, because I I haven't played Deck of Wonders with it yet, you know? So I don't know exactly what all they're doing, but there might be, like, an intro store, and then there might be, like, an intro to each, like, boss, a new deck you get, who knows? Uh. Right, what all the bosses doing. you're going against might have you know right, scenes, right? dialogue right, exactly. So and... obviously different games handle it differently, but yeah, it's it's an app that you get, and uh, each thing like if you don't, so if you back the Deck of Wonders, you get it for free. But I think if you don't back it, it's like four dollars or something. Yeah, I think yeah, to get yeah. the Deck of Wonders pack, and we'll let um, you know if it's worth the four bucks. Right, we will play it, yep. and, and uh, I know Dan is 
really good about getting into like that immersive experience, mm-hmm. right? When they give you other things, I'm sometimes lazy and don't do it. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. I have a really good imagination. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, that's why we've got a good variety of people on the show. Right. <laughs> but, but no, Dan's really good about it. Um, when they were on the show and, and Dennis was telling us about it, I was like, oh, that sounds really cool yeah, yeah. because it lends itself to. Sort it's kind of, of weird, though, because I could have sworn in the interview I said something about me doing the voiceover for them. I want to do voiceover. And right. you, you, you never got that call? Yeah, and I didn't. No. Maybe I missed the email. Oh. And they were just like, sorry, you we're out of time. We got to get this going. But it's fine. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, also, uh, you the late pledge will be open on GameFound until end of March-ish. So don't wait too much longer if you're curious. And then uh, everybody, the game should be stateside by August, which was a little later than what they were hoping. But given everything that's going on with like shipping and stuff, I mean, that's still pretty gummed up. It's it's flowing better than it was. But I mean, I still get things uh, in the FedEx portal. Mm -hmm. Like I had a game. I have a oh, I got a thing from Stonemaier that it shipped from St. Louis to Chicago to Detroit. To Indianapolis, FedEx, man, and now they've handed it off to the post office. You know, like who knows when I'll get it, kind of thing. Circling the drain. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we are literally like right in between Chicago and Detroit, which is or Detroit and Indianapolis. Because like I would usually say, like I'm sure they there's something about the the way that they have to deliver that they have to do these stops in a certain order. But I'm talking to someone who used to drive a truck. Yeah, right, so it and seems like you'd understand. I made <laughs> so, deliveries uh, to the FedEx hub at right. the South Bend Airport. I know it exists. Right, <laughs> I've seen there. their planes. <laughs> I've seen FedEx planes landing there. Yeah. I, I can't what do imagine they have on there? Uh, Beanie Babies. <laughs> like, that's, that's what the word I was looking for. Was uh, it seems like logistically there must be a reason, but I mean he'd understand but it if I there was. So the uh, yeah, I don't get it at all. But I've also yeah. worked for companies that logistically they don't need to make sense. <laughs> they don't sure. have their together. Yeah. 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 That's why I don't work there anymore. Yeah, it'd be mm-hmm. frustrating. Yeah, I had hair when I started. <laughs> Just kidding. I was no, way didn't. before. I started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, that's uh, I've got one other thing of news. But if you guys want to go into some of the yeah, news, yeah, I got a little bit of news. Go um, ahead, son. Speaking of uh, the supply chain being messed up, um, Steve Jackson. Yeah, Munchkin. Yeah, they also Dirks. make Car Wars. Yep. They're okay. up to sixth edition Car Wars, and it was on a Kickstarter back in 2020, or it was supposed to be delivered back in 2020. They are announcing officially it's going to be arriving in 2022. Okay. So yeah. that's good. That's this year. But the bad <laughs> thing and good thing is that Steve Jackson has kind of moved into survival mode. They're not doing anything oh. other than trying to stay alive. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, bad because we. I do not want Steve Jackson to go under, but good because it means they're putting their priorities in the right place, and hopefully this means they'll be able to go forward. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I do not want them to go under. <laughs> no, I mean, whether or not you like Munchkin or whatever, it is a staple. They, and it, Steve, Steve Jackson has, so Jackson has been a Gertz. corner That's stone I said, of the, of the industry, whether tabletop RPGs and, and board games and right. card games. The Illuminati. They started that. You think they'd be okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if he was an actual member of the Illuminati, he should be fine. <laughs> Uh, other news? Got, got a couple little bits. Okay. Uh, so some good news for the panel. I got an update from Aridia. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's going to ship by the end of the year. Okay. So okay I'm going to my okay, breath okay. for it. Odds are probably be sure. January so, or yeah. February. But I mean, we got estimating like, December. Right. So like probably delivery shortly after Chinese New Year next Before year. Or kind of Chinese yeah. New Year. Well, if they're, if they're aiming to ship. The Chinese New Year's saying, in February. I know. Correct. They're saying December. Oh, you're saying ship not to the U.S. You're saying ship to your house. 
in late, late well, December. Well, on, on, on a boat in, in December. Leave, right. Yeah, that's what they're which saying. is before Chinese New Year. Correct. So as right. long as it gets I, on a boat no, before I, February, <clears throat> I'm okay. Right. But yeah, that's kind of good news, right? So it's Are you they're making progress. Because now is February? No, what okay. I'm saying is if it's in a boat in December and uh-huh. then makes its way to the U.S. and then yeah. has to go through the U.S. and then get to your house, it's probably not getting to your house until after Chinese New Year. Like, that's what well, I'm Chinese saying. New Year no. will not affect it once it once, leaves China. Once it's on the boat, I guess that's Chinese true. <laughs> we know what country we live in. I guess that's that. true. As long as it hits port and isn't still. No, as long as, it, as, long as yeah. it's on the boat by February. Out of the port. Right, and but not, everyone is on the ocean during that time of year, so you have to actually be in port in the U.S. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck at the port for. Months. Well, no, if no. you're on the boat and out of the port, you're not stuck by Chinese New Year. Yes, right. Yes. But everyone is trying to do that. Well, yeah, so you'll, you'll still get stuck behind boats that. trying uh-huh, to. Yeah, correct. correct. So that is still yeah. affecting. There's a well, good chance you're going to be. Stuck I just trying to give us some good news, Dan. I'm trying to give some true news. All right. Anyways, other than that, a game company that we like, Renegade Games, they had. I think they were the ones that did the G.I. Joe deck building game that was uh, announced a little bit ago. Okay. They have announced a G.I. Joe miniatures game for one to five players Ooh. called Mission Critical. Um, uh, they've got a little like uh, a reveal on YouTube that you can look up, um, and there'll be more details to come. But it's celebrating their 40th anniversary. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe G.I. Joe has been around for 40 years. I know. <laughs> well, in, in that form, G.I. Joe has been around a lot, lot longer, longer than, yeah. than that. Well, yeah, because they have like the tall, oh, that's true. The tall yeah. like, G.I. Joe The things. action figures. Yes. 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 <laughs> they were not Barbies. No, they were action figures. <laughs> they were action but figures. But yeah, so that sounds kind of interesting. Like, I, I like the But G.I. Joe is, we know games. them, yeah, 40 years old. Yeah. Knowing is half the battle. It is. They actually, <laughs> the other half red <laughs> blue lasers. <laughs> they got really lucky as a company, I think, that they never lost the rights to that name no because... Fun. Ooh, because Hasbro or Mattel. Well, I'm just saying, like, because I can't remember what the phenomenon's Hasbro. called. I, I don't know if you know, now. but if a word is used so much, they they lose the trademark for oh, it. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. the word uh, band aid. Right. Like, yeah, like the word band aid isn't yeah. trademarked because everyone just calls adhesive bandages band aids. Same thing with a Kleenex. Yeah, right. And Xerox. Uh, yeah, exactly. Xerox, and yeah. I'm surprised because, like, when I was a kid, everyone called every toy thing a G.I. Joe. Joe. Yeah. Like, that's what they you were called. You know all what's called. weird, though, is that my parents called all of my toys stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and stupid. Yeah. Well, my- <laughs> playing with them toys, boy. Yeah. Well, Get your driver's system, license. Every gaming system was a Nintendo. Yeah, right. Every gaming system was a Nintendo. All my guys were He Mans. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if they're a big enough business, they can afford to let well, people use our name. Yeah, we can, we can, uh, we can buy the trademark. Yeah. Uh, a couple small things. So I, so uh, I don't think we've been able to mention this on the show yet. Avalon Hill announced mm-hmm. a very small teaser trailer, and we got nothing else for Betrayal at House on the Hill Third Edition. I'm very excited about this, but we need to be really careful because when Second Edition came out. They basically didn't fix anything, and everyone was like, "They just reprinted it." It's, it's like an unbalanced mess, and we love the game, but it was an unbalanced mess. So you came out with second edition. We love the game, but it's an unbalanced mess. So did they at least have new scenarios? They, they yeah, of course, of course, of course. It was, it, you know, it was a new game, but the problem with the first one everyone had was how unbalanced it was, and then the second edition didn't address any, any of it. My only problem, really, with the second edition, because I was, I don't mind the unbalanced mess. Sure, me was neither. The crappy what? components. <sighs> Of oh, like the clips. The clips, uh, which I bought. They they then the came second, out with the yeah, upgrade kit. Market, yeah. So I bought a. I bought. Well, no, they actually released their. Own I know, upgrade yeah. Kit, I, but I bought one, but and not didn't do the secondary market one. I got like their. their I got it too because it came with the up 
the dice, the green yeah, dice or yeah. whatever, oh, and the cool. whatever. But wouldn't it be really difficult to balance the game where every single time you play, it's totally well, different? Of course. Game? And again, like Tim, I don't mind the imbalance, but you have to admit the game, of course, would be better if it was that good and balanced. Well, right? yeah, 100%. but I just don't. I don't mind the imbalance. Yeah. I think it's I like part the of the crazy charm. I thought it was great, crazy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll see. Uh, third edition does excite me. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, I. Don't think we had a date last time, so I was just uh, reemphasizing that Funko's Jurassic Park: The Legacy of uh, Isla Nublar, oh, which, yeah. by the way, I I don't know how I this is YouTube. I don't know how I didn't get totally hated on. Okay, uh, last time I talked about this because I was rewatching the episode shortly after it came out, making sure you know that everything was good and and, and stuff. Like I just I like rewatching the videos and and being like, uh, oh, I said that wrong, or I need to repeat that stuff. The entire episode I was saying Isle Nublar. Oh, instead of, is, instead of Isla, Isla Nublar. And I was like, I've seen Jurassic Park. It's not Isle. Like, why was I saying that? No one called me out for it. I was, I was blown away. Oh, I was away. thinking it. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, in the comments. No one was like, idiot. Uh, right. But, yeah, so anyway, uh, we have an official date now coming to Kickstarter March 22nd. Well, the thing is, is if you would have had a rule wrong, they would have told you. That's but true. Just, <laughs> that's true. Exactly. Honestly, I'm worried about the effectiveness of archers in the Jurassic Park game. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> and the length of time it will take to play. Uh, no, I, I'm really. I know. I've heard good things. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical I don't understand too. why Prospero Hall is going to crowdfunding because mm. they mm. make money hand over fist. I actually saw when I was when I was you know collecting all the news. One of the things I saw on Board Game Geek was someone interviewed them about that, and they okay. had a talk about why they went to Kickstarter oh, right this on. time. I didn't read the whole thing sure. um, because I don't care why they're going to Kickstarter, honestly. But the main thing I picked up from the first couple sentences, whatever, was um, they they weren't sure that their fan base was going to completely understand how legacy works. So Kickstarter was a way for them to explain it better, like with all their videos and yeah, their page yeah, and everything. Sure. So they can explain this is what you're going to be doing. Are you sure you want to buy this? You know, like and that was like their kind of uh, reasoning. I from get what I, could I see. get that. Um because you do see their stuff at big box stores right. a lot. Right. Yet, and going from, dis- a, yeah. Despite that, though, right, like hobby board gamers do not seem to have that problem with Prospero Hall. Like, right. and still seem to gobble up their games. Mm-hmm. I really want to play the, like, Americana version of Horrified because mm-hmm. I think, you know, Horrified is a really good, fun, middle, light to middleweight, right. like, co-op. But yeah. really good, like, IP-based game. The Jaws game is really fun and unique. I've not played Top Gun. I know they do like a ton of these, you know. I, I just have a problem with the American Horrified because I'm more interested, because they came out around the same time, I'm more interested in the fate of the Nostromo because that's oh, like a, yeah, another yeah, Horrified-ish game from yeah, what everyone's saying. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, I'm really interested in that as yeah. well. But like, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one last piece of news. Okay, when you're done, I'll go with the last All one. Right. It's kind of big. Um, you all heard of Hasbro? Oh. Is that the same one you've got? Maybe. Okay, then I got two. I got a two-parter on Hasbro, so go for it. Okay, well, I know that they uh, are basically they own Wizards of the Coast. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep. I heard this. Yeah. Okay, so they announced they are splitting or trying to split Wizards of the Coast <laughs> into a digital version and a non-digital version. Oh, that's not where I'm going. So go oh, for it. Really? Yeah, go for it. Well, Do the, your thing. that's it. They, they're announcing they they may have to split it into a digital version and a non-digital. Oh version. sure. Uh, some of that is because they are making. So much money. Yes, actually, that's um, exactly the reason they said. So oh, they think they can make even well, more money. Oh, what should we do with all well, the money? So, <laughs> so Hasbro last year had $1.3 billion in sales. Hasbro. Goodness. 74% of that was Wizards of the Coast. Mm-hmm. 
Not surprised. Seventy four. Yeah, how much one of those packs costs? Seventy four percent of that, right? So Bob, <laughs> yeah, he's like fifteen percent of Bob that. Bob right is there. currently weighed down by a large percentage. Um, I buy some magic cards, but they 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 uh, they didn't release exactly like how much of that was digital sales versus you know. Yeah. Uh, all you know, and also like that's that's just all tabletop gaming like yeah, stuff, yeah. right? Uh, related, but still, that's an amazing number and like super awesome for the industry, because when the industry makes money, right? Like we're gonna keep getting games, which makes me happy, right? Yeah. Games games are gonna keep coming out. Yeah, I suspect that they're making so much money digitally because of COVID. I mean, there were so many places that stopped having Magic tournaments and things like that, and they started going to the online one. And now, well, why would you? And it's stop interesting the because one? like Fantasy Flight dissolved their digital division. I don't know why. And <laughs> here we got Watsy, you know, just yeah. rising up and doing some crazy stuff. Asthma Day, right, is doing a lot of stuff, like cranking out everything. Like, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Pandemic right. now that, like, Pandemic yeah. has disappeared. Because I really feel like that that is going to be the big a big relaunch on a specific platform that, that they can yeah. control. Right. You know, like, uh, what was it? Board Game yeah, Arena? Yeah, I think or, they, uh, we talked about they, like, own Board Game Arena yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, they own many things. Sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in other, they own me. In other good Hasbro news, uh, so the the original president of WotC has uh, been promoted, and they are hiring a Microsoft executive, Cynthia Williams, to be the president. So it's cool. You got oh. a female, you know, like, we've got some diversity. It should be interesting to see what happens. Clearly, she's very successful. Uh, it's just nice to see growth, right? And hopefully, this is all growth in like a positive way. I've actually heard uh, of that name, so well, that's yeah. good. I guess hopefully, hopefully that's good. You've heard I that name, so. and not like <laughs> murdered seven people. I'm going to have like go over my head. How do I know that name? Where did I see that? <laughs> yeah, ooh. Uh, they basically that's all. That's the last bit of my news. I just had that Hasbro. News. I got two sh- small announcements because people might care. First of all, don't care. Uh, yeah, I know. I said someone. Do I know care. You don't care about anything. Uh, so first of all, Dying Light is a very famous uh-huh. uh, zombie video game. Was announced that there's a board game coming by the same people uh, who did the Frostpunk board game, Ooh, yeah. which hasn't delivered yet, but oh, has yeah. had rave reviews. So we'll see when it actually comes out if they if those Lives reviews up hold it. up. Yeah, uh, Glass Cannon Unplugged is doing it. Um, but yeah, Dying Light, beloved video game. We'll see how they do that and then a cooperative version of carcassonne uh was announced yeah called fog over carcassonne Hmm. um so it's cooperative this time and your goals uh are you play over three days whatever that means um game yeah i know (laughs) for carcassonne i know carcassonne legacy uh so you stop the spread of ghosts uh there's like ghosts around the board and you're working together to stop them so i'm gonna say what carcassonne meets brigadoon here's what i'm gonna assume okay stop the the spread of ghosts my guess the ghosts travel along the roads Uh you are stopping the roads right you are making the roads end Mm. to stop the ghosts that's my guess contain haunted grounds within cemeteries Farms, so you're building right. Yeah. You're, you're building stuff around, creating the farms. They're cemeteries, right? That's my guess. And then it says use haunted castles to your advantage. Cities. Build up the big cities. You get something for that other than just points this time, probably, yeah. right? Because it says to you your build advantage. up. You build a haunted castle for the ghosts to it, go live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I kind of so want to play this. Though. Those like are my guesses. Um, but yeah, so that's all I know so far. Fog over Carcassonne was announced. I, I mean. I've said this many times. Of all the old classics, Catan and all those, yeah. I liked Carcassonne the most. I still play it to this day. I don't really like Catan all that much. I think there were more advanced versions that are very good. But yep. like base game Catan, I find kind of boring. And, boring. and Carcassonne, uh, while it is also a pretty simple, boring game, I just have fun. I think yeah. it's a really fun it's little tie-laying game. Neat. So. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, that is all my news. You reminded me of one more thing. Okay. This War of Mine, which is based oh, yeah, on like, yeah, yeah. War Ravaged, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, uh, they are donating for the... So this is very time sensitive. Oh, yeah. But like for a week, for the next seven days, probably starting yesterday, uh, but when this drops, so it'll still be a few days left, they're donating all profits of their sales oh. uh, to Ukrainian like, I relief I think I just might do that then. So... Which is super it's been fantastic. On my list of a game to buy. It's a really the the board game itself is uh, really hard. It is, <laughs> and it's really dark yeah. and depressing. I but really want to play this. But one. the theme is so. I mean, it's so strong, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so whether or not you have a good time playing it, the game does what it is supposed to do. It conveys mm-hmm. that feeling and that theme. So good on them. I I appreciate that they are, uh, you know, trying to donate some money Give for back a little bit yeah to 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 help people out put that in my cool. schedule all right Bye. let's this get into mine. crowdfunding funding oh yeah i've got one <laughs> i got two i have one i think i have two but I, I actually i wrote three knowing that you guys would probably mention most of them yeah that's oh, what i sure. did uh, <laughs> so uh, Go with your just one. So you, you know, one. Dan only has Elden Ring written in that yeah. three times. over and over. Yeah, and the over. first <laughs> one is Elden Ring. You can get it for sixty dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, if you've got multiples, why don't you go first? Okay. Okay, um, that makes no sense. None. <laughs> the, the logic would be the opposite. The yeah, people would less go in case you he takes yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, <laughs> so I wanted to go once, and then you guys go sure. and take his. Right. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, there's one that I'm kind of interested in because it sounds like the mechanics are very similar to Race for the Galaxy. It's called Earth. Okay. Um, it's by Inside Up Games. I've never heard of them. So nobody took. Spencer didn't take yours. Oh, yeah. Spencer didn't take yours. Upside down. That actually took me a second. It's the opposite of upside down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Spencer didn't take yours. You're well, good. I, I saw one more. No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. um, this one was being crowdfunding until March eighth. It's a one to five player engine building tableau building. Doesn't sound anything like you for this. You don't even like, like those it. kind of games. I know. Where <laughs> you're going to pick an island. They're double sided, so you're going to pick an island. Each island is going to have a different climate. And each island is also going to have its own separate ecosystem. Okay. Sounds um, cool. You have, I think, four actions. Uh, you'll be planting, which means you're going to be placing powers and drawing a card. Composting, which means you gain soil, which is one of the mechanics in the game. Uh, watering, where you... Uh, let me Water? read my terrible handwriting. You plant... Um, you get plant cubes, and you also get more soil from that. And growing, which is where you get cards and growth pieces. Okay. Um, now, I didn't go into, like, the how to play or see yeah, any yeah, of the yeah, reviews. Sure. Um, there's also a whole every card or action, when an action comes up, you're going to have a tableau. And each one a card has a different color on it, and that's going to correspond to that turn so or to that action that's happening. So all of the ones of that action or that color go off, and they all have a major and a minor benefit. Everyone gets the minor benefit, and the guy who does it gets the major benefit. Nothing at all like Race for the Galaxy. Nothing um, at all. And it ends when there are 16 cards down. So it's kind of similar. I'm interested to see. So the only thing that would make this you want this game more is that if it had Celtic, <laughs> Celtic not dice. Or, or <laughs> the most insane, erratic iconography. Actually, the art, I believe, is photographs, but it's photographs of, like, beautiful right. scenery from oh, things. It's so. not a photograph of uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. No, sorry. <laughs> right. Harry Potter. Or Bob. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> He's the hairiest Potter. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty hairy. laughs> I'll just 
<laughs> we went with that image later, Tim. <laughs> so you just you just gave me a little idea for a game that I thought would be really cool. So I know there's already a game called Pangea, which by the way is just one of the coolest words in the English dictionary. Yeah, okay. I love that word. I got that game. But uh, I oh, do you? I really want to play it. I it looks too. awesome. Have you played it? Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so imagine a game where each person's like asymmetric player board is you're each a Pangea and you're trying to create the best Earth. Right, like you're trying to build up your Pangea and Go break on it the up, land over here, and continents <laughs> and stuff, and try to yeah do that. You'd call it like World Builder or something like that, you know? Like yeah, you want a boring like, like title Sim that's Earth? just what it does. I mean, yeah, the other one's called Pangea. Just because it's a cool sounding word doesn't make it a boring word. Yeah, but it's like it's oh. literally just Pangea. <laughs> Comic book deck builder. It's my favorite game. Your favorite game is comic book deck builder. <laughs> it's DC deck builder. <laughs> Not Marvel so, deck builder. <laughs> so Whatever, anyway, my second favorite game. Yeah, Back know. to Earth. Hello. Perfect uh, Earth or a new better, best Earth. So the game uh, has only That's one price point, $43. I love it. Nice. You're going to hate one the of them. Cool thing, <laughs> the cool thing about this is it's available in 10 different languages. Terrible. I hate it. <laughs> what if I get the wrong language? Oh, God. Maybe well, then read. Go no. get some Duolingo and learn that language. Yeah, hey, that's true. It's a free app. It's pretty good. So th- there you go. That's Earth. Looks pretty interesting. Sounds cool. Like yeah. it. You want to go there, Elden Ring? Uh, well, Bob's <laughs> probably going to talk about that one, but that one is so Bob, too. I hope you saw that. So I'll bring yeah, up no 51st one, State. Yeah. No one's going to talk it's about that. It's a great that. game. I've got the original. Like, the... I was going to say, he would probably love it, right? Mm-hmm. That Tableau Builder yep. iconography system. Yep. It seems like This really is one I've been told I would like. Me, too. By a lot of people. Consider getting. I saw that, I, and I considered it. It's on GameFound. Yes, GameFound, 51st State yeah. Ultimate Edition is currently on GameFound by Portal Games. They make yeah, a lot of fantastic Nazi games. Yeah. Uh, Robinson Crusoe. Robinson Crusoe. Uh, it's <laughs> one to four players. Now, this one will only have a couple days left by the time this airs, like two or three days, so you'll have to hop on there fast. But uh, play time of 75 minutes, exactly, or else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so this one is the rough one that I said that Tim would hate because yeah. I think it was this one. Man, I can't remember. One of them has just the dumbest. No, it's not this Pledge one. Pledge levels and stuff. Pledge levels. It's not this one, though, because that's a Kickstarter problem. Yeah. Uh, so $90, yeah. uh, and then there's just a bunch of tiers if you just want some small add-ons and stuff. Get because, because again, this is fit have. first. To, yeah, Ultimate Edition, so you can get what you don't have, that right. kind of thing. Yeah, no, I uh, respect that. Now, going off of one thing, though, because uh, you mentioned this just earlier, this game does have a around $180 tier that is the Ultimate Edition uh, with a signed copy of the Ultimate Edition, with this is the coolest freaking thing ever. As someone who's interested in this, with the uh, with the original prototype cards, like mm. the hand drawn cards, you nice. see with like the like yeah. their ideas that they were coming up with the cards. They look so cool, man. I love seeing those. Like this is a huge professional game that is some people's favorite game. Like I know from Dice Tower, Z Garcia for a long time, this was his favorite sure. game of all time, and to see like. Oh, they started with a little cutout piece of paper with like a car circled drawn on it. And it's just like, oh, well, this means that resource. I just love that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> um, every cent from people who buy that tier goes to the Ukrainian That's fantastic. relief stuff. Nice. Uh, so, yes, they are also doing something like that. Yeah, because it's really cool. I mean, it's Portal Games, it's a Polish game company. Right. I mean, it, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's close. It's very close to that. Right next right. door. But, uh, yeah, so that was 51st State. That is fantastic. Oh, gonna... By the way, I should probably say engine building, tableau building game. You're getting cards, and you're building up, and yep. it's like post-apocalyptic city kind yep. of game. Totally yeah, yeah, yeah. never said what the game was. Nope, but that's okay. Yeah. I knew what it was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, but now I'm interested. Uh, Thanks, yeah. host. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. I know what it is. <laughs> Just telepathically letting them all know. 
Uh, no, I'm going to talk about Quartermain. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so this got relaunched. It is already funded. Uh, they went with a, a smaller print run, uh, so they had a lower goal. Um, but yeah, completely funded. When this comes out, there's still be like two weeks left on the pledge. The pledge levels are pretty straightforward. 33 bucks for the, the uh, regular game. $50 gets you a uh, signed and numbered copy. Uh, and I believe there's an art print that comes along with that as well. And then uh, $200, it gets you a, uh, a prototype copy while you're waiting for the finish game. Oh, nice. And then you also get to sit in on some of like the stuff for uh, uh, expansions mm-hmm. that come out. Nice. So, so uh, quarter main is based on, you know, the, 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 the character, you know, he was uh, what Victorian era, yep. you know, late 1800s, yep. big game hunter I mean, kind of guy. Quarter main is definitely Victorian era. <laughs> right. Yes. Anyways, uh, the deck builder is really neat though, because you've got the Savannah and that is uh, there's there's tiers to it, right? So there's like depending on what weapon you go, what you right, what like weapon range. you're using. Yeah, there's like close range, and then there's like medium range, and then there's the horizon. So most of the time you can't hit anything on the horizon, but you know it's coming. And so then as you as you uh, kill something or ca- you know kill a, a, an elephant, and you've got its trophy, uh, all those cards slide down, you know, in in those rows. So you can kind of manipulate like how things are going to come down to you. Uh, you could you've got Basically, you've got things you can buy from the market, uh, so you can you can you can get a different kind of gun. And then when the it's got when, like a Dominion style kind of market, yeah, like preset yeah. at the beginning of the game. But when you buy a gun, though, what's awesome is it doesn't go into your deck, and you right. got to wait to draw it. You just put it in your gun rack, and then before you deck. start your turn, you just decide what gun you're taking out to hunt. What and, and which ally you're taking? This is how you, I right. But what if you don't own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate <laughs> a rack? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a it's it's got some really neat mechanics. I like deck building, anyways. I don't really care about hunting. I don't really care about quartermain. But except I except for the name, right? Right. It's just but a I, cool name. But I had a really good time playing this. Cool mechanics. The the you know and, and playing and using the mechanics because they all make sense for the theme of the game. Yep, right. And, uh, yeah, so anyways, it is uh, a really cheap kind of hidden gem, I think, deck builder. I think the only thing I'm wondering is, is the Pierce Brosnan card still in the game? Because I want it to be in the game. There's a card in the game that is clearly yeah, no, just Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I mean, it is just Pierce Brosnan. Well, there should be a Sean Connery. Sean Connery. I was thinking the same thing. Right, Where's right. the Sean Connery card? Well, it looks like you need to get on that $200 pledge level, and then you can be in the in the discussion group. Right. Okay. I wish he had a tier that was like, we'll make you a character in the game, and I just send him a picture of Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that's me. <laughs> I want, don't know you. I wanted to back your game. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is one where they've made the changes, right? Yeah, they made some changes and stuff. There was, I mean, the problem yeah, is it is a yeah. problematic era of right. history and yeah. colonialism and imperialism. Right. And I thought he handled it in a fine way, but people were complaining. He changed some stuff. That's fine. He changed right. it. I'm not going to complain that he changed it. I just don't think it was necessary. I would say that I know Dan and I kind of have the mentality where sometimes it's keep scrolling. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it's if, if, if you don't like it, it's fine. It's not coming from a place of hate. Right. Or when or, I'm on Kickstarter and I see a board game on there that's like all about gambling, I don't say 
this filthy habit that you people have. And I'm just like, oh, I, w- I wouldn't like that. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's all that's I it. do. But that's at the same it. time, if you have a company, you're making a product, and you are losing potential customers because of something you could easily change, why would you do that? That's why I said it? I'm not mad that he's changed. Yeah, it makes exactly. perfect sense. Yeah. For, just, for him, yeah. it makes total sense. But Yep, that, that one's mine. All right. That one's mine. Uh, well, earlier today, I talked about Unsettled. Yep. Unsettled is now back on Kickstarter. Uh, They got three new planets that you can pick up. Uh, They come with, uh, they're about 25 bucks a piece, but you buy them all at once, so $75. But then you also get like some uh, bonus modules and things like that. If you missed out on the original Kickstarter, you can get the base game plus all the original stuff. And then they've got the thing where you get all the stuff together if you need to get all the stuff together. Right on. Oh, so, yeah. But it's basically the same stuff, right? So yeah. Three... Luckily, you talked about it earlier. Yeah. So. Yep. So, <laughs> no, it's too yep. much. But yeah, three new planets and then some bonus rift, uh, blue rift, purple rift, uh, a task pack, and some uh, Is there things? a pledge to get all the first Kickstarter stuff? This is the one yes. that has the problem, yes. by the way. Okay. You'll yes. hate it. Yeah. So like the yeah. first, like the first pledge level pledges. is seventy five bucks, and that's just the new stuff. And then the next like... one is ninety, and that was the original game with the with the base two boxes. And then you can get yep. the original game with the base two boxes and the original four. Then you can get the one with the with the original game. It's it's, it's just where oh, were you at? Uh, and yeah. sure. And I just know that he hates that, well, but it makes sense. I get it, and I I'm glad that they're giving people options. It's the only problem. You just got to make game. sure you read carefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah make yeah. sure you get the one you need. And yeah. they have every one of those tiers sleeved as well. Correct. <laughs> right. So yeah. Each like one has a no-sleeved and sleeved of... versions. Yeah. <laughs> having, having played the game, I really don't think you need I'm, I'm a sleever. Like, deck building games, yeah. I sleeve all what my stuff. Like, and then like, there's like, a sun drop. Yeah. They're all cards. <laughs> yeah, but you can do a little painting <laughs> on there. Just, you know, just a blue card. Two-layered <laughs> cards. No. Two-layered cards. I like it. But yeah, I know. Um, uh, so some of the quick details I got here, Bob, because I don't know if you do two to four players, 16 to 90 minutes, yep. and it looks like you were going through them at 75 to 250. Yep, like on what you mean. Co-op uh, puzzle game. What's well, the game more, company yeah. that makes it? Like, like Orange uh, Nebula. Orange Nebula. Yeah, it's right. the game. Yeah. Yeah. And it is game trays, yeah. yeah. It is game trays. Uh, so we have to March 8th. I wasn't going to mention this one yet, but no one else did. And the only real negative of this new format with the two-weekly thing is now uh, we have to look at things that like, oh, we got 19 game t- days for this game. Nope. I don't know if we will be able to have 19 days to talk about this one, you know, because it's two weeks. So how Rulers of Yucatan. Oh, did you see this? It no. seemed like a very you game. Yeah, so Ahau Rulers of Yucatan by Aperian Games. You have till March 18th. It's one to five players, 90 to 120 minutes. A longer game here. And the pledges go from 65 to $80. I don't have too much uh, detail here because I was kind of hoping Bob would see it. But it is a uh, Maya-era themed game. It is a worker placement game where you are... Uh, moving around a map and claiming sites, and then you are invoking the power of your gods to give you benefits. And you are there was one element that was really cool. It reminded me of like, uh, well, not ex- there, there was some game reminded me of, but now I can't remember what it was. Where you are collecting these pieces off the board and you're building up a monument. Like there's a monument on your player board, and you're putting the little tiles on there and building it up. And as you build it up you're getting bonuses for like, oh, you have three of the blue crystals or, or you know, effigies or whatever they are. It, to, together, that gives you a little bonus to your power because you're like using the right idols to build up your monument, the right pieces, stuff like that. But yeah, so it just was a really cool looking worker placement game in that Maya type of time era. Um, and uh, I, I, honestly, again, I didn't write down too much because I was like, oh, I hope Bob sees this. This seems like a Bob game. Uh, but 19 yeah. days left, uh, so... We will see if Bob winds up seeing it, and we might 
be able to talk about it next time. It'll be close. I, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We'll check it out. All right, Spencer, did you have one more or are we good? It was unsettled. Okay, perfect. Great. All right, guys. Uh, so this has been the uh, Board Game Rundown. Be sure to check out all of our sister and brother channels, the Thems and Theys. Uh, uh, there's Miniatures Rundown. There's Magic the Gathering Rundown. There's Pokemon Rundown. That's it. That's it. Uh, also, check out our friends at the I think Board that's Game it. Mechanics. I, wasn't paying attention. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Jason and Katie do a pretty okay job. I was, it was nice that you guys at least mentioned yeah, them yeah. Uh, yes. last week. Uh, but yeah, they do a pretty good, okay job. They got a ton of uh, of YouTube videos mm-hmm. all the time. They cover all kinds of stuff that like that we do not. Uh, there's a reason for that. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, they also have a weekly podcast uh, that I like a lot. Uh, if there's anything you guys, if you guys want us to talk about certain things in our news and our Kickstarter parts, uh, uh, join our Discord. The, yeah, it's uh, real active. Uh, we we take uh, there there are little channels in there for Kickstarters and news and people talk about what they're interested in. And we talk about we it on the show. Just created, usually. we just created a topic suggestion right uh, nice. channel, and we're going to use one. I think not for the next topic because that was already pre-planned, but maybe right. the one after that. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's yeah. definitely going to get used. Uh, there is a board uh, a Kickstarter. Board game Kickstarter uh, one that is actually already exists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that came up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe type it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. It was fun. Uh, also, uh, for those of you paying attention, we did a big giveaway. Uh, we gave away three games. Everybody should be getting those games like relatively soon. So I hope to hear from from those people. We gave away Reef. We gave away Aftershock, and we gave away one of the many versions of Aeon's End. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man, we've got a ton of stuff to give away. We're just trying to find fun and unique ways to do it. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll have a copy of Mob the Big Apple we're going to be doing. So if you've got any suggestions for that, like how you'd like to see those done, I mean, drop us a line. <laughs> that's how they do it. Yeah, no, that's, yep. That's, that's it. Totally. And it's way up here. It's, yeah, yeah, that's, you don't keep, you don't keep your, phone, type, type. keep your keyboards up here, right? Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right, guys. Uh, so for the board game rundown, I've been Tim. I've been Bob. I've been Spencer. Dan. Elden Ring. We'll see you next time. <laughs>